Hi, welcome to the 28th episode of the Nena Redu experience. This is Nena here, obviously. So far, it's just me doing all the talking. Maybe at some point when I have the infrastructure and the patience to have a conversation with someone, we might have someone else. But for now, it's just me. Today, I am planning to talk about this question that I have been getting, uh, especially over the last two, three weeks. Uh, people have left comments uh, and have asked me in person. And I have seen other videos where uh, this question has been asked from other influencers. So the question is, and I'm going to read it. Do you think it is too late to start a new Instagram, Snapchat or YouTube channel? What advice do you have for people that are aspiring to become influencers, especially now that there's so many already? Wow, there's so much in that. Um, I'm not going to, I'm going to try not to be pedantic, but uh, in short, the answer is no, it's not too late. But you have to understand where I'm coming from. Um, a, a lot of bloggers or people who have become influencers, for example, via blogging or via their social uh, media feeds, etc. Most of these people are who started like a decade ago, six years ago, eight years ago. There are some who started maybe in the last two years uh, only on Instagram, for example, and have a master following of 100,000 or 300,000 uh, followers. But I'm not too sure where those people came, where those numbers came from. Um, I have heard allegedly, I know Joe Rogan uses the word allegedly all the time. I'm going to start using it too. Most of those numbers are bot. They are not real followers. They are uh, people, uh, you know, you go to an agency or someone who's willing to sell you followers on Instagram or whatever. Most of these people who have these 300,000, 100,000 followers on Instagram, for example, have either no blog or if they do have a blog uh, it has like a minuscule viewing of 500 to 2000 page views every month now my blog uh, when it does well in the sense that i'm blogging consistently and i put up some facebook ads i get uh, 80 to 90000 page views last i checked now i haven't been doing facebook ads for the last one month i completely stopped because facebook facebook was I don't know, it was being really weird, even though I know some really senior people in Facebook India, even they were not able to help me out. And so I just basically gave up and I was like, you know what, fuck it. I am spending money here. I can save some money here instead of spending money. Let me focus on actually creating content for the blog and attempting uh, more regular blogging, for example, more regular stories that I was I would be forced to look at. So in the last one month without Facebook ads, my page views are 45,000, which is actually quite good. I thought it would go down to maybe 20,000. So 40, 45,000 is what it was at. I last checked uh, two days ago. So 45,000 page views. Um, I have about 35, 36,000 followers on Instagram. And uh, uh, so it's not, um, don't look at getting on these platforms and suddenly you will have 100,000 followers. If you are, first of all, I think looking at being an influencer as a career choice, it's, it's, it's stupid. Okay. It's, it's silly. You, there is no such thing as a career influencer. You have to have something that you do and you do well 
and you have people that are influenced by your choices or the things that you say which makes you an influencer you can't just wake up one morning and say okay i want to be an influencer and but what do you do to become that influencer there are things you need to do for example i am a photographer because of the work that i do as a photographer i used to share all my photographs on my blog i used to share images i used to share images from places i went to to eat food uh, time i spent with my family so portraits travel uh, hotels i stayed at so i used to do that anyways assignments that i shot with clients for example because i was and i am a photographer and i shared my work uh brands started looking at me as someone who has influence over a certain number of people who look at my work like my work follow my work want to see my updates etc so that made me an influencer i didn't wake up one morning and say oh hey i want to be an influencer so what what do i do now if you you could you have to have something that you already do and then you can do something based on that to become an influencer um you could be for example you could be a you could be a doctor um i'll take an example of a friend of mine who's an amazing physiotherapist okay he's really really good like one of the best i've ever been to he has influence he has influence with uh, high net worth individuals he has influence with celebrities he has influence with sports uh, people who follow sports people who are into fitness for example now he already does his physiotherapy really well yeah Saif, shout out to you. You're awesome. Uh, he is a doctor blue monk on uh, on Instagram. I'll I'll link it in the uh, in the comment in the caption or the description of this book because I don't really remember if it is dr dot blue monk or it's just dr blue monk. Now he he doesn't blog. He barely has any social media presence. If if he did. then he is an influencer brands would definitely come to him and say you know sports brands would come to him any kind of brands that related to fitness uh, anybody actually would find it useful to work with him because he has an audience that would give credence to his recommendations he, so his pre existing uh, expertise is as a physiotherapist and now he can be an influencer on the basis of that he can create stories around you know what clients he was working with before and after how a client felt after he worked on them for 3 months uh, who are the international uh, level cricketers he works with he could do so many assignments with them as an influencer but before that he's a physiotherapist so the asking the question that uh, you know what was the question how yeah how do i become an influencer you first figure out what is it that you already do you can't just come out of college and wear dresses and uh, you know wear clothes and pose with bags etc and suddenly become an influencer it doesn't work like that the time for that is past so if you are thinking that you know you're 19 and 20 and you're just out of college and you have enough money to buy clothes every 15 days and buy bags and you'll suddenly start posing and brands will want to work with you no i i don't think that is sustainable you might still be able to pull it off if you have the resources to do it maybe in the next one or two years but no that will not work because brands are now also realizing that that's not the audience they're looking for most of these influencers are people who can afford to buy these clothes and these bags and their audiences are younger students who can't really afford most of these clothes and bags and accessories or going to these restaurants for example so it's not 
just about being an influencer what is it that you do on the basis of which then you become an influencer you, influencer is not a tag you can put on yourself and say hi i am an influencer i've tried it i don't think it works because it's the perception of your followers and the perception of the brands and the work that you do the actual influence that you have that makes you an influencer it's like the uh you know you can't go to someone and say hey become my mentor i mean that's not how it works you can't call up someone you admire and look up to and say hey be my mentor can you imagine the number of calls they must already be getting a mentor mentee relationship it goes both ways it's 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 something that you usually fall into and it's someone else might look at me as a mentor but i'm not going to say i am their mentor you know and i can be someone's mentor without even me knowing about it just because they listen to my videos or my podcast and they follow my blog uh, they read my wtfnana.com posts and they know how the industry works they've learned something from it so they might think say that i'm their mentor but i'm not their mentor you know what i mean so it's the same thing as an influencer so i don't think that is the right thing to aim for it is not a career option you have to have a separate career option and then uh, maybe you will be an influencer if you do your social strategy digital strategy right that's where that comes in if you are planning to do that then no it's not too late that it's like asking i recently tweeted also that you know is it too late to be an influencer or a blogger for example or to get on to instagram no i mean is it too late to be an engineer is it too late to do an mba is it too late to be a photographer is it too late to be a chef or a anything just take anything else is it ever too late i mean people have been wanting to become doctors and uh, engineers for forever how many iits and uh, you know iims do we have in india so no it's never too late if you are looking at it for the right reasons and you understand the things that you need to do there is only one you you are in that sense you know there's no one else like you so the the style or the eye or the individuality that you would bring to your work would be yours and yours alone you you have to do that work and then you have to you know blog about it or put it up on instagram so again i'll give you my example as a photographer my goal and which i've totally picked up from chase jarvis who's this photographer that i admire and he's a really cool guy uh he says as a photographer you must shoot edit and share these three steps are extremely important if you want to have regular work as a photographer i am not going to talk about success because i don't know how to define success and my definition might be different from yours first you have to shoot as a photographer if you're not shooting you're not making photos you're not finding photos then you are not a photographer you have to do it constantly continually etc the second step is once you've shot it you must edit and it's not post production it's also about curating selecting what it is that you're putting outside like you might shoot 50000 images every month but you don't have to share all 50000 you might have shot 500000 images in your entire career but on your portfolio like if you have a book or if the main page of your website is your portfolio then you show only 20 photos there and those 20 photos will span your entire career whatever you've shot till date this is something that i find extremely hard to do but that editing is what the world sees those are images you have produced and that is what you're selling that's the work that you want from clients so a client will look at that work that you do and be okay we need to hire this photographer because that's the work we need for this assignment 
so you shoot you edit and most importantly you share otherwise what's the point of doing all that work how will people know about the work that you do you could be a chef you could be a physiotherapist you could be uh, you know a photographer but if people are not talking about your work whether it is word of mouth or if it is on social media or blog your work deserves it you owe it to your work you're a great writer but no one's ever read what you write what is the point of that you need to put it out in the world and a lot of us don't do it because we are constantly worried about uh criticism that what will people think what if they don't like it who gives a fuck you you have to put it out there not everyone's going to like your work anyways not everyone's going to like you no matter how much you want everyone to just love you you might not want to admit it in public that oh i want everyone to like me i mean i know i want everyone to like me i want everyone to be like oh my god nena so nice and she's so awesome but i know there are people who think i'm a bitch and they won't say it to my face maybe they'll say it to my face but i i want everyone to like me but i'm also aware that that's never going to happen so you i can't hold myself or my work back just because i want everyone's approval i mean it is still scary i've been a photographer for so long now but even now whenever i put out new work i'm like oh my god i don't know what people are going to say are they going to completely hate it what is the subject in the photo hates it like i recently put out this new series that i've started doing um it's a series of portraits and uh, you can see it on eyesforpeople.com uh, it's basically uh, portraits of people that i'm doing because i have the new uh, nikon 85 mm 1.4 and i've been wanting to do these portraits for a long time but i was scared i was scared to walk up to people and ask them if it was okay to take their portraits because it's a really close up portrait it's like just you know this much uh, and it's really really close it's a very tight frame and a lot of us are very self conscious about how we look so i wasn't sure people were going to say yes no whatever and once i did shoot it and i did edit it i agonized over whether i'd edited the eyes too much uh whether i should tone it down a little should i do some retouching on people's skin should i get rid of wrinkles i mean in the end i decided to just brighten up the eyes a bit so that the the twinkle in the eye is a little more prominent but apart from that i haven't done anything i haven't touched wrinkles i haven't retouched face structure and then i agonized once i published it i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god what if someone says that this is bad and they want me to remove it what is the response going to be like so it's it is it's always going to be scary when you're doing something new that never changes but um you have to share it and i i did start putting out the portraits and so far the response has been amazing everyone has liked it none of the subjects have so far told me that they want me to remove the photo i hope that never happens because i think the photos are amazing if i don't like the photo i myself will not put it up um so yeah i mean it's it's not too late you could start making portraits like that and blogging about it i mean this is not a unique idea making people's portraits and putting them on the internet i mean i'm not the first photographer to do it by any means there have been classics masters before me who have done it but that doesn't mean that i shouldn't do it because it's been done earlier you know no idea belongs to one person once it's out there you can improvise on it you can put your own twist to it and you can do whatever the hell you want to do with it as long as you're doing it shoot edit and share and on the basis of that now for example if i'm doing portraits you know a brand uh, for example might have a new ceo right and they say okay we want to talk about this new ceo who's come in and it's it's a woman for example and she's uh, really dynamic so we want her to appear on a blog for example 
and we also want a really good portrait so a brand might come to me and say hey you know what we know you do these portraits can you do one for our ceo so they hire me as a photographer and i will share that person's photograph on my blog and they might say hey do you mind writing a small paragraph about that person so when i go and meet that person and i shoot that portrait i will have a conversation with them i'll find out a little more about them i'll spend some time with them and on the basis of that then i will write maybe you know 10 15 lines and so now the brand has a story that an influencer did and they also have a portrait i also have a portrait i got paid as a photographer to do that and the brand got uh, you know social media and marketing and digital and whatever so it becomes like a campaign so that's the influencer bit in this so as a photographer i am doing what i do and what i enjoy the most which is being a photographer and shooting editing and sharing but as an influencer i also happen to really really enjoy blogging so whenever i shoot something i'm very eager to come back and be like oh my god let me just quickly edit it how why can't i just put it up now like i want to edit it put it up now so that i can show it off to everyone and be like hey this is what i did and you know people come and tell you or you get whatever criticism or praise i mostly like praise obviously so it's it's not too late no but what what is the basis of you doing it like i'm not just randomly posting shit on instagram for me my blog and instagram and social media has always been a way to share my life and i'm always happy to share my life i don't share 100% of it i might not even share 50% of it but i share quite a bit i mean there are a lot of people who are like are bas kar yaar how much are you going to post but i enjoy it it's not it's not something i do because someone's paying me to do it I mean 90% of the shit I do on my blog is not paid. I enjoy it immensely. So if you're going to get into vlogging or social media only as a way to get paid gigs, I don't think that's the right reason to start it. You must find something that you enjoy doing because it gets tiring. It's exhausting. It's a lot of work. And if you are only motivated by money, what are you going to do when the money stops if for some reason tomorrow this digital economy collapses what do you have to fall back on if tomorrow suddenly all brands decide that hey you know what we don't need these influencers anymore they're just you know getting really snobby and they don't listen to us anymore and they're asking for too much money you're done are you still going to want to blog if the answer to that question is yes god i will still blog then this is for you This is for you. Do it. Don't wait anymore. Don't wait for anyone to validate it. Just start it. And it might be shit in the early days. God, I don't even want to go back and look at what my blog was like in two thousand four. Like the kind of stuff I used to write and the language. But look at it now. I think it looks amazing now. I think I want to go to my blog and I look at it every day and I'm like, fuck, these images are awesome. I did this. There are times like that. Not always, of course. Most of the times, I'm really too anxious. Like, oh my god, I published it. it's 80 20 like 80% of the time i'm quite pleased with it 20% of the time i'm like oh, should i like remove it like <laughs> so but no it's never too late someone on twitter commented when i said that um, it's um, that is never too late to be an engineer and they commented well engineering colleges have an age limit first of all it was a total troll comment because what <laughs> <laughs> you have to go to college to become an engineer sure there are colleges that don't have an age limit if you are old you can do it it might not be a uh, you know a, a government qualified college or i'm sure you can go abroad and do it if you have that kind of money or inclination and you really want to be an engineer for example 
so no it's never too late to be an engineer and blogging doesn't uh, require or even photography doesn't require there's no age limit there are no entrance exams there's no college you need to go to so you can just basically pick up a camera and just start like i don't even understand what people are waiting for i have close friends i have been telling for the last 5 years to start blogging and they just don't and these are people who you know there's one who's a writer and she writes for magazines and publications and i did get her to start the blog but she hasn't been doing it regularly you have to do it regularly if it again if it is not something that you know you think you will like doing then it's it's not going to be sustainable at some point you're going to get bored at some point you're going to think that it's too much work so you need to be you need to be a little mad i guess to be a blogger in that sense but definitely have something to fall back on so you can have like a writing career like i have a friend who's a who was a head of uh, beauty at a bunch of uh, print publications recently and now she has her own blog where she writes about beauty but she also has writing gigs from other magazines that she writes for and gets paid for and she consults some beauty brands as well so you need to have a side business it can't just be oh i'm now writing a blog and so you should pay me that's not how it works that's not the only thing that makes you influential what makes you influential is going and meeting people working with people and not necessarily always related to oh i'm going to blog this and i'm going to get paid it's 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 a gig that you do on the side that you are involved with certain people certain publications certain brands and then other brands look at it and they're like hey you know we what we need to be on her blog we need to get her to shoot this campaign we need to get her to wear our clothes and that's how it goes So yeah the short answer like i said was no it's not too late if you have been thinking about it what are you waiting for do it but also go in with the awareness that it will take time i would say look at a goal of a minimum of 5 years at the very least and i think the 10 year mark is where you might start feeling that okay yes this is working i still don't feel that it's it's working so i actually started blogging in 2004 but my nana.co blog is more uh 2009 2010 vintage so this is only 6 years old the actual nana.co blog where i started writing about lifestyle and uh, you know sharing my photographs etc is only 6 years old and i don't feel like you know it's doing as well as it can be again 90% of my assignments are not paid and that's that's by choice because i really enjoy blogging so now you know this portrait series for example no one's paying me to do it it's just i really like doing it so it's it's 6 years i think maybe around the 10 year mark where i have been doing this consistently over you know a period of 10 years maybe 12 is when i will probably be at a point where i'll be like okay you know what i i think i'm here now i think i, I you know i'm i'll feel satisfied at least fingers crossed i'm hoping i'll be satisfied with creative people that's a big problem we are never satisfied something or the other is always happening or changing or our opinions are changing and it's like oh my god i don't like this anymore what do i do now which is why i feel that i need to keep coming up with these new series that i keep doing there's a new hashtag eyes for street style eyes for people eyes for destinations and what the fuck nena <laughs> so there's always something new that i want to do because i personally get bored really quickly so i need something new that catches my interest and if i enjoy doing it then i do it like over a longer period of time so yeah please go blog please uh, you know but definitely have a blog don't just focus on instagram because you need to have a portfolio 
that's your portfolio so even if you're for example a physiotherapist who probably doesn't even have photos right but you still come and write about this case study that you did with the client and how they went from day one to you know the end of three months of their treatment with you you must write that entire thing down in a blog and share your story and if it's a long story you can do like a 10 part story you don't have to write the entire three months ka experience in one go right you can get client testimonials and you can post them on your blog on a monthly weekly basis and then you have you know some photos that you take with the client and you know with a selfie with the client and say hey you know this is my new client or i just cured them of this shoulder pain that had been bothering them for 30 years and now it's gone in 3 months that can be your stuff that you post on your instagram or you can post your other stuff on instagram like you make a new clinic for example uh, or you buy a new bike for example but it's your life you're documenting your life and i think that's important because 10 years on the line if you want to turn around and look at what you were doing 10 years ago it it really it's nice you get perspective of you know where you were and it's nice to know that you've evolved you've changed you do better now your the quality of your work has become better who are your clients 10 years ago who helped you maybe 5 years later you send them a thank you note and they'll be like wow okay she still remembers us because it, it's easy to forget these things when you live daily and you're so busy and the things that you have that occupy your attention every hour there's something new that's happening so i for me i use the blog like that that i look at it you know 6 years ago and i'm like oh my god who's the client that i did my first logo for and i can just go back to my blog and i can look at my branding section and i'm like hey that's the guy i did it for i know who it was i know what the logo was i think it's important for us to do that it's it's if you are going to be a better version of yourself tomorrow you need to know what you did yesterday because otherwise on what on what basis are you going to make that improvement and uh, yeah i i think that's pretty much it uh so that's what i wanted to talk about so whether it is instagram it's snapchat i'm not on snapchat or a youtube channel i mean look at my youtube channel people girls who have like millions of followers they do makeup and they hang out with celebrities and my youtube channel is probably always just going to be this because this is what i enjoy i i like doing this if you have questions i'm more than happy to answer questions from my perspective and sometimes i share some gossip also like an anecdote or two that i might have heard i'm also planning to i don't know let me know what you think about this i'm planning to start talking about some of my some of the work that i've done with clients i'm not sure like i i'll share the name of the client so that you can go to the blog and look at what the story was but i won't share specifics like you know what got paid and things like that because that's confidential but uh, yeah i i will i'm thinking of doing this where i talk about okay so this was the client and i'll link to the blog story and i'll talk about how it happened you know what was the brief that the client gave me what was their initial email what did i come back to them with and how it was useful for my blog my photography portfolio and possibly useful for the brand and how the brand ended up using that material that i created for them so i don't know if this is a thing maybe i'll try it once and then you guys can let me know if you find it useful uh and of course if you guys have any questions you can leave comments uh on the uh, you yeah you'll have to come to the blog or you can always email me the email is n at the rate nana.co that's n a i n a.co and uh, i will try to answer all sensible questions and if you ask me silly questions then i will tell you that they're silly but i will still try to answer them <laughs> on video i will not respond on email because i get a lot of email i hope you guys understand and cool so until next week which will be the 29th episode uh this was the 28th episode of the nana radio experience thank you for listening please send me your questions and take care bye